0: I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Fifteen minutes after six on a marvelous Monday morning, and they call me—what do they call me? <laughs> the page. Beep up, beep up, WFMU.org. Don't lie to me. I know you've been there and you saw a playlist in comments. What did you do? You got in. You got on with the AccuGlishers. Now you're going to hear your town mentioned. Oh, the thrill of it all. How about it, Long Milford UK? You're going beep bop bing bop ba ding doll <laughs> the United Kingdom. Manchester... Istanbul, Turkey, and China, Bangkok, we are trending in Asia today, London, 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 we love you, happy first anniversary London, I'm listening to Wake and Make at least one of the specific listeners. Berlin's listing B. Gates, the Hondie, Kamakam, Spencer, and the Gay and the Krankenhaus, Scotland, Liverpool, and Prince Edward Island, Canada, is the Bay of Bundy. Providence, Metal Roadie, Jesus, smallest estate, 41 steps to start. Arlington, and D.C., the nation's capital, North Carolina, Traverse City, critical mass. Satani, Phil back in his hole. Hold up, Gatesville, Olay, Pennsylvania, Newport, Ritchie, Florida, Pasco County, hole. Oh. Look at New Jersey quickly. Rockaway, East Brunswick, Jersey City, up and down the Hudson Valley, the Treadmill Society, Brooklyn, Delaware County, Inglewood, Staten Island, Suffern, Bluefield, Dover. Beep, pop beep, pop peep-pop-a-ding-a-da. Byram Fanwood, Scott's playing 71, Marching Band, Raiders, Jesus, Trenton, Wallington, Hepatcon, We're going nuts here. This is going out to you, liverpool England. and why? Because we bloomin' love you, loves. ba da ding da ding a
1: come on.
2: It's Mark Hurst, host of Tectonic, here on Wake and Bake with a little slice of tech pie. It recently came to light that Facebook has committed fraud, and the proof we have of that is an official memo from Facebook. Here's the story from revealnews.org, which is run by the Center for Investigative Reporting. A recent class action lawsuit against Facebook showed proof of fraud in which Facebook encouraged video game developers on its platform to target kids and get the kids to spend money on their parents' credit cards without the parents' knowledge and really without the kids themselves knowing what they were doing. A few years ago, Facebook sent a memo to the developers of popular games like Angry Birds, Petville, and various ninja games to encourage those developers to make it easy for kids to spend money like to buy a magic sword or unlock a special level or whatever and to make it hard for parents to get that money back once they saw their credit card statement Facebook even had an internal term for this deception I'm not making this up Facebook officially called this practice Friendly Fraud, and I know this because the title of the memo that Facebook sent to its game developers was, quote, Friendly Fraud, what it is, why it's challenging, and why you shouldn't try to block it. In other words, in its continuing quest to maximize growth at any cost, Facebook encouraged its most popular video game partners to trick children into spending their parents' money, after which Facebook would refuse to give it back. And by the way, when I say children, I mean the average age of kids playing Angry Birds via Facebook was five years old. Enough families got fed up with this practice that Facebook eventually got hit with a class action lawsuit, which eventually came to some undisclosed settlement. These days, Facebook claims they're trying to do better at issuing refunds to kids who have been tricked. To translate, I think that means that Facebook is still engaging in what they call friendly fraud. And hey, by the way, Facebook earnings are up. Good for them. Now you know where some of that revenue came from. This has been Mark Hurst with a little slice of tech pie. Tune in at 6 p.m. for my show, Tectonic, right here on WFMU.
0: I am speaking to Leanne Potter, who is the Vice President of the American Society of Dowsers. Good morning, Leanne good morning how are you today I am just fine I got on the subject of dowsing and the more I read about it the more interested I got I thought it was all about finding water but there's more to it isn't there oh yes
3: people use dowsing for all kinds of things they find lost items pets that are missing we even have a group of dowsers that work to find lost graves in graveyards
0: oh my goodness right tell me a little bit about your experience and how you got involved in dowsing
3: my father and my grandfather dows.
0: Before you? Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: before me. I was shown how to water douse in 1986 by an old colleague of mine in Northern California. We routinely dows for any one of a number of things in our local chapter.
0: Now, what do you call the dowsing? Is it a stick that you use?
3: You can use a Y-rod, the typical willow stick that most people are familiar with from the old movies. Right. Or you can use L-rods rods that are bent at a 90 degree angle you can use a pendulum or you can even use your
0: body Is it a pretty special thing? Do you have one that that you've kept over the years? I have not So you feel like you can just go grab one at any time and make it work?
3: Oh yeah we have one individual that I know who uses his car keys to douse.
0: I always imagined this as something that was a special uh, skill, almost like psychic ability, but it's something that can be learned.
3: Oh, yeah. The dowsers now have a foundation course which teaches you all of the basics in how to douse. We had about 17 or 18 I believe this year at our convention.
0: And you get paid for your services, obviously.
3: It's customary for dowsers to charge whatever the going rate is in their area. It could be $100, it could be $150 to locate a well. I personally use dowsing as part of my energy work with people. I'm able to find small things in the body that really make a difference. Food allergies, that kind of thing.
0: How can people get a hold of you if they're interested in, in dowsing?
3: You can go to dowsers.org, D-o-w-s-e-r-s.org.
0: Thanks a lot for your time, uh, Leanne, and all the best to you.
3: Thank
1: you. How good it I'm Gabe from Garwood, and I'm ten. And I love waking and baking with Clay pudding.
4: All right, good morning, Clay, and listeners. Welcome to another edition of Almost Famous, our look at the formative years of our favorite music stars. Today, our story starts in Memphis, Tennessee, where our subject was a childhood friend of the legendary Booker T. Jones, and with whom he played drums with in a junior high band.
5: Long distance information, give me Memphis, Tennessee.
4: As a teenager, his parents split up and our subject's mother moved to Chicago. He eventually joined his mom in the Windy City and enrolled at the Chicago Conservatory of Music. Chicago, 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 Chicago. More educational than the conservatory, where the side gigs are subject, began playing in the city's vibrant blues scene, and by 1962, he was an in-demand session drummer. (laughs) Playing in the studio with such legends as Etta James, Ramsey Lewis, Muddy Waters, The Impressions, The Dells.
1: We skip the light, Fandango,
4: Sugar Pie DeSanto and Buddy Guy. Are
1: you damn right, I got the blues. People put my head
6: down, down to my shoes.
4: Our hero soon realized that the real money was to be made in songwriting, so he left Session, work behind, and formed a songwriting team with two friends.
1: Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I-
4: Main income source was relegated to writing commercial jingles, Aww. but the trio of former session players eventually landed a recording contract with Capitol.
2: Neither the <laughs> persons are against. And them.
4: they released two singles under the name The Salty Peppers.
7: Us peppers are an interesting breed. One,
1: two, one, two, three, four.
4: Now, as we listen to the second and final Capitol single, uh huh, yeah. See if you can guess who our future superstar is in the salty peppers. And remember, no Googling. Well, since the Salty Peppers failed to catch on, our subject left Chicago for Los Angeles. He eventually brought his brother out west with him to form a new band, for which our subject, Maurice White, would not serve as the drummer, but one of two lead singers. Here's Earth, Wind & Fire with their monster 1976 hit, Getaway.
0: You can with your Hump Day Hazmat Report.
7: Thank you, Clay Pigeon, and good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Manifest Destiny, from border to border and coast to coast at all the ships at sea. Let's go to press. Fremont, Indiana. Accident on Indiana Toll Road causes two gasoline trucks to slice each other in half. Both trucks lost all of their precious vehicular fluid. Pocatello, Idaho. Fuel floods out of Sinclair gas station on East Elk Street, but only managed to reach the surrounding gutters, and it was all cleaned up by using highly absorbent materials. Good job, absorbers. (laughs) Chicago, Illinois. Two injured in explosion at Goose Island Metal Refinery. The employer was supposed to ensure that scrap metals charged to the furnace were dry and void of any water or moisture, but did he? No. 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 Knoxville, Tennessee, a hiker in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park died of a meth overdose before being eaten by a bear, who then went on an ersine amphetamine rampage before being shot dead by (laughs) G-Men. Wittenberg, Wisconsin, asphalt truck slides off-road and flips on its side near a creek and starts leaking. Katie, bar the door, hot asphalt (laughs) creates toxic fumes. (laughs) Detroit, Michigan. Five hospitalized with carbon monoxide poisoning. First, the heroic hazmat workers has rescued one sick child. Then a second. Then more and more. Remember, citizens, carbon monoxide is odorless, colorless. It sneaks up on you, building up in your blood until you suffer arrhythmia. <laughs> seizures and death. Oregon, Ohio. Burning toxic toluene at the Toledo Refinery in Oregon forces crews to evacuate homes.
1: Any person.
7: In their is doing so at their own list. What is Tulloween? I don't know. You might know it better as Paint thinner. Set it aflame and you better scram and quick. Jacksonville, Florida. A milk truck closes the highway and not just any milk, almond milk. I'm not drinking that. The driver passed out of the wheel. A second tractor trailer crashed into his trailer and then a big rig smashed both of the other two. Somerville, South Carolina, almost 300 people who ate at La Corrida Mexican restaurant fell violently ill for around 12 hours each. That's a spicy quesadilla. Newport News, Virginia, counterfeit crab meat lands a perp in the pen for four years. James Casey was sentenced in a federal courtroom for conspiring to commit Lacey Act violations for false seafood labeling. Quad Docs showed Casey told his employees to blend foreign crab meat with Atlantic blue crab meat, labeling the blended crab meat as product of USA. Crustaceans don't lie, Casey. Get ready to sleep with your back to the wall.
0: Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, station. Manager Ken, you're out of time. Oh, man, fuel spills and uh, metal refinery explosions and bears on meth, asphalt, truck leaks and carbon monoxide. Uh, po- yeah, uh, quesadilla poisonings. I don't know that they can take any more, uh, Station Manager Ken. Let's ask the audience. Uh, audience, do you want a bonus hazmat item today? No! That's it, station manager can. They can't take anymore. Oh, stage. We'll check it again next Wednesday at 839. Your hazmat report on wake and Bay.
6: Welcome to Live Tips with Carlo. A series designed to make you a better you, it's a promise. Do you have relationship problems, Glistener? Don't worry, because today you will learn how to set healthy boundaries. So let's begin. Tip number one, protect your core and follow me in this exercise. Center yourself and expand your chest. Imagine your core as an empty vase, now paint that vase with warm colors, a little red, yellow, orange, and light green. You have created a piece of art inside of you. Fill your vase with your values and things you love in life. Be assertive and the best advocate for your vase. Tip number two, all human interactions are imperfect. Even between me and you, dear Glistener, your radio set might have a little static or be picking up ends of another frequency. But that's okay. I'm still here for you. Interferences and misunderstandings are part of any relationship. Don't dwell on it. Tip number three. Listen to your feelings. When dealing with others, feelings of guilt may arise. Ask yourself, are these echoes from the past? Are you trapped in a feedback loop? Snap out of it. Live in the present. Tip number four. It's okay to say no. If it's too hard in English, take a deep breath and try it in Portuguese. Open your mouth widely and say, No. 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 No, 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 Oh, boundaries, dear listener, sometimes they can set you free, like those endless warm nights in Lisbon, that I spent looking very deep into your eyes. They only brought me pain after all, <coughs> but I digress. As we say in my town of Portugal, não peça desculpas por impor limites, compreenda que isto é algo necessário para concretizar... O seu
0: A massive elephant comes charging out of the brush, trumpeting. Ah! Listen to him trumpeting. He's trying to tell us something. You have grouched on my territory and I am and most, upset. most upset. Lower the safety. Net. Lower. Lower the safety nets, please. Lower the safety nets, please. And now we see the safety nets have been lowered. Look at the size of him. (gasps) And the charging elephant comes ever nearer. Thundering the ground, rumbling, thundering, and the fear, and the screams. Then he arrives with this horrible impact. Two people died today And one elephant slipped away Yes, two people bound forever And an elephant lost to yesterday I've got a trunk full of memories of the morning I've got my little circus ticket and commemorative rubber ball. rubber ball. I must insist, gentlemen, please. I must insist at our work in Africa. Go on, unimpeded. But really, Lord Roger, after the elephant-related deaths, really? Yes, yes, now more than ever. Now more than ever, we must press forward and conquer and vanquish. We must succeed and we must bring back riches, bring them home, present them to the Queen for her favours, love and admiration of our nation. We shan't stop every time a couple of us fall along the way to the wild beasts or the inclement conditions we may encounter. After all, are we not adventurers? Yes. Are we not risk-takers? Yes. So No, no, we shan't be stopping. As a matter of fact, we shall never stop. No. Even if we drop, our bodies are so strong. We shall inch along. Inching through the mud towards the enemy. Frightened by the blood that's coming out of me. I will never stop now. Nothing's going to slow me down. And an inch long past. Just inching from town to town. You must be like me. I truly insist you must. Although it isn't clear. Think you or succubus? Your horrid winged thing, your horrid cellophanic wing. It beats so frantically. Proboscis piercing me. Its leg hairs tickling me. Until I fibrillate. Clams over the half shell and roller skate, roller skate. Roller skate. Roller My, what's lovely roller skate key made of the finest ivory
5: good morning this is Linda Lee you're listening to WFMU and Clay Pigeon on Wake and <laughs>
0: I've been asking you guys uh, different questions for our WayBAM answering machine. That's the Wake and Bake answering machine, the WayBAM. Is that an anagram? Is that what that is? 201-701-1695 is the number. Here it is again. 201-701-1695 you can call that thing anytime leave a little message for me or answer the question of the week which this week was about celebrity encounters who have you run into i got a lot of responses some interesting ones couldn't play them all but here's just some of the things you said about celebrities you've encountered on the Waybam nation Yeah, you know, one time i was at this concert back in the early
5: 90s and uh I was walking down this hall, going to the bathroom, and coming right towards me was Joey Ramone. It was awesome. I mean, like, we had to scoot past each other, and he was like, Hey. hey. And I was like, hey. And that was it. And then I went on to the bathroom, which he may have just used, <gasps> oh. which was pretty great also. And, uh, you know, it was perfect.
0: It was perfect. You couldn't ask for anything better. Thanks. I love you. I- oh,
7: let's go.
1: Hey Clay, about a couple years ago I was down in Grant Village and I saw Alex Baldwin walking his dogs.
7: I didn't expect to see him. It was a lot of fun. He was a cool guy. Break and bake everybody.
4: Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only.
3: You want coffee? Hi, Clay, it's Chris-O. Just a quick celebrity encounter I had when I worked at a Crazy Eddie record store in the Greenwich Village. Just at closing time, a slightly inebriated Billy Idol came in looking for reggae records, and I was the one uh, entrusted to help him out, even though he seemed a little bit in his cups. Just as I was getting ready to leave, he calls out, where's that chick? I need some more help. (laughs) And uh, I had to answer some more questions for him.
1: Sister, what have you done? Hey little sister, who's the only one? Hey,
3: this is Pete from Columbia, Missouri. About a year and a half ago, I feel like I couldn't use a public bathroom without seeing a uh, Ira from Yola Tango from Newark
1: Airport to film for him whenever I went to take a whiz. There he was. And I heard
3: This is Peter from Glen Ridge calling to tell you about my encounter with a celebrity. I was going to NYU and I was hanging out in front of my dorm and who is walking down the street but Joe Jackson. So I turned to my friend next to me and I said, look, he really is stepping out. And Joe Jackson rolled his eyes and smiled. And I said, I bet you get that a lot. And then he walks toward me and shakes my hand and says, actually,
5: the first. Hey Clay, it's Lauren from Metuchen. I was going to the Art Students League uh, in the early 80s as a student, and I was walking down the Avenue of the Americas one day on the way to class, and who do I lock eyes with but John Lennon. I was just so overcome that the only thing I could think of to say was I love you. And as he passed me, he said, yeah. You know, I had such a strong feeling that I was going to see him again. And then five days later, I was meeting my dad for lunch at Radio City. Lo and behold, who comes around the corner but John again. I made a scene somewhat, I jumped up at Dennis and said, I knew I would see you again. And he was like, yeah, like, okay, crazy woman. But it was just so wonderful to have eye contact with a Beatle.
1: Beatle. Beatle.
0: You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, oh, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the pitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.